Hey, rising entrepreneurs, and welcome back to Student Entrepreneur 101. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Manuel Leon, the founder and CEO of WorkUp. WorkUp is the Gen Z social network app that uses videos to let you watch your topics of interest, get hired, and hire others, where TikTok meets the professional community. Manny is currently a UCLA student majoring in business economics with a concentration in value investing and is graduating in 2023. In this episode, we will be talking about Manny's experience with WorkUp and his entrepreneurial journey. Keep listening to hear what he has to say about the importance of believing in yourself throughout the startup process, understanding that you can teach yourself or find others with the skills you need to launch your startup, why you need to find people who align with your mission when building a team, and more. Manny, welcome to Student Entrepreneur 101. Please say hello and share one recent entrepreneurial breakthrough you and your team have had. Yeah, hi. So um, thanks again for having me today. I'm super excited to be able to talk about WorkUp. Um, so I guess something that's like new and exciting was, um, so I'm recently kind of going around to businesses and getting them to sign on to WorkUp like ahead of time before we launch. And um, I was pitching to uh, LA Fitness, and uh, we ended up stumbling across this like idea of not just letting like f- like the 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 gym itself be able to sell a membership like on WorkUp using like video tech, but also allowing their sales rep to create like individual business accounts for the like for that company to be able to do sales at the same time. So it looks like I mean you know, again we're we're gonna put it to like a beta test, but we might be able to use WorkUp as like a sales an individual sales tool for for people to be able to just you know collect a payment for like a gym membership at the touch of a button. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations, you know, building these partnerships with other businesses to, you know, build work up and get that beta going. So that's so exciting, really exciting stuff happening. And yeah, you know, let's start a conversation today by talking, you know, about your story. If we could just start with your background, tell us a bit about yourself. For example, what set you on the path to entrepreneurship? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm a business economics major with a concentration in value investing and minors in accounting and entrepreneurship at UCLA. And, um, you know, I, I've always wanted to be like an entrepreneur for as long as I can remember. Um, and and I'm like, in particular, I'm very like passionate about social enterprises. So, you know, like businesses that are, you know, kind of pursuing that triple bottom line and doing some good in the world, um, but also operating the way a business should to be able to like maximize profits. Um, so that you can drive the mission, like of, of whatever it is you're trying to do forward, um, and so I actually like this. This all kind of started when I applied to the Social Enterprise Academy um, when I first transferred to UCLA. It's this really cool program that lets you work with nonprofits, and over the span of six months, uh, you're learning about entrepreneurship, but you're also developing like an actual social enterprise um, for the nonprofits, and then you pitch it at the very end, and and it's like a full scale immersion into entrepreneurship and. I just wanted to participate in the program, but um, apparently when Professor Andrew Atkinson, he's the director of business economics, was taking a look at all the applications, um, he saw that I had already interned and, and led this social enterprise that had actually been developed at the Social Enterprise Academy at UCLA. So when he saw that, he was like, oh, like, we'll just, he made me a manager for the program, which was like a huge growth curve. Um, but at the same time, like it let me help develop like all 10 of the businesses rather than just one. 
Um, and then just like for me, myself as like an uh, aspiring entrepreneur, I think that like just feeling that pressure of like, oh man, like I, I just wanted to take this class and now people are going to be asking me questions, like really made sure that like I paid attention to the material, like I was on top yeah. of my stuff. And I was like, did not want to put myself in a situation where somebody asked me a question and then I'd be like, uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> let me just ask Andy like over and over again. Um, and honestly, like that that experience I think was like I'm really grateful for that and I think that that's what like opened the doors for like the big four when I began interning with them um but honestly like I think it it was all like a, a culmination of all my different experiences to be honest because um so at the at the social enterprise academy over the last two years like I've developed over 20 social enterprises for nonprofits, like both local and international and then um through like my internships with the big four I actually got to chat I got a chance to work with like the innovations team so um I guess like, uh, like long story short, I went from working with companies like, you know, like DoorDash, um, the San Francisco 49ers to um, getting to like work on like the, the innovation team with KPMG. So essentially like the, the technology they're going to be using like 10 years from now to streamline a lot of the processes and um, the functions that they're doing. And, and essentially that let me like learn about how global technology enabled platforms are developed um and and what's really exciting about them right now right is that like we're we're doing a lot of like automations through artificial intelligence and machine learning and um that was also a huge growth curve but again like it also let me see like on a high level like how are like these systems and and and, and applications and platforms are actually like developed and, and it really wasn't that complex um and so uh, at the same time, like two years ago, I had launched this nonprofit consulting organization. Um, and, and I wanted, I, I just noticed at UCLA that like, you know, it's very competitive to be able to get into a lot of those organizations because they help you get internships and stuff. And so essentially, like I kind of cornered the market and I created a consulting organization that helped um, what more, more, more than anything, it focused on like sourcing underrepresented talent so that we could then like give those students an opportunity to develop their business acumen um, and then be able to secure internships. And, and over like the, over like the span of a year, I've helped over a hundred underrepresented students get connected to the best companies in the world with 100% internship rate in the areas of consulting, investing, and technology. And um, yeah, and, and basically like a year ago, Professor Atkinson just kind of like made me realize that the nonprofit and the things that I was working on were successful at the time because I was leading them, but I wasn't going to be at UCLA forever. And so he kind of put me on this journey of like, how can I scale the impact that I've had at UCLA? Um, and that's just kind of where like my little knack of like starting social enterprises and and like my little like I guess experience with with KPMG developing these different platforms and I realized like oh like I could put together like a platform to try to like help you know continue helping people get connected to jobs um, and I guess like the case study that I, that I like to use or that I use at the beginning was so TikTok is the is the fastest growing social platform in the world. Um, and essentially, like two years ago, this the founder of, of Snack, it's like a dating app, she basically saw that hashtag single on TikTok had 12 billion views. And so the idea was like, it's an emerging market, like for like video first technology. And, and so essentially, she wanted to corner the market and create a dating app, which was basically just like a TikTok clone and, and use it exclusively for dating. And um, it gained like, it got like 3.5 million in like seed funding. And if you were to look at like, hashtag single now you'll notice that it has like over 49 billion views and so statistically what was exciting about workup was like 
going back to like March when I began the development of it, um, I looked at what hashtag work was like, and that was already at like 46 billion views. And and since then, and, and it's, it hasn't even been an entire year, but from then to now, the aggregate of work-related views is over 111 billion. And oh, so wow. like, statistically, yeah, if there was like a potential for there to be, um, you know, like a video first tech app for, for dating, like there was exponentially more of a potential for there to be one for, for like work-related purposes. Um, and so that's when like, I mean, like, at least like that was like the market research that I used to kind of just like to dive more into it. And so with that, um, I remember at the time I also pitched the idea that, so our school also has this really cool program for like computer science majors. Um, and, and this is the first time that I had actually offered it as a class, but it's essentially the same idea as the Academy. They grab like the best graduate and undergraduate computer science students at UCLA. And the purpose of the program, it's like YTP is to be able to develop like some sort of like a tech business um, and, and be able to pitch it at the very end, very similar to the Academy. But what the difference is that like they teach us that you need to have like a prototype for like, you know, the, the, the final project pretty much um, of that application. And, and so um, at the time, like I, I pitched the idea of at least like what I was kind of envisioning with WorkUp. And that's actually when we kind of got like I, we began with the process and I got to learn as I went a lot of the things, to be honest, like like wireframing, how to do like user testing um, and, and really like how to start out like lean, especially with like the wireframing, just because I really like that made me realize like you could have something that looks like an app. Um, very, very low budget, but like that works li like an app that lets you simulate it so you can test it with users without actually having to develop it entirely. Um, and so, you know, I hit the ground running with that. You know, I got, I got like a prototype going and I would just walk around like UCLA like all day long, just talking to random students and like having them go through it and give me feedback. Um, you know, and then just I, I kept iterating that over and over again, talking to students, talking to businesses. Um, and then that's just kind of how I kept like iterating like the, the design of WorkUp. Um, until I got to a point where, you know, I felt very confident with, with what I was developing and then, you know, just kind of hit the ground running with, with, with full stack development. So that was a very long winded <laughs> way of saying how I kind of put it all together. Yeah, no, that was perfect to hear how all of your experiences specifically at UCLA culminated into what WorkUp is today and all of the resources that helped you build it, learn the skills you needed to develop, the prototype and just the the very foundation for WorkUp. That's amazing. And, you know, yeah, thank you for sharing your story there. That's so great. And that's a perfect example of being a student and being able to take what you have at your university and making it work for you. So that's that's perfect. Thank you. And you've mentioned a lot about uh, the process, learning, and then kind of taking all your, your previous experience with other social enterprises and bringing it together to, into WorkUp because you realized there was, there was something missing between helping students and individuals just get connected to internships and to jobs. And so, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that. What did it take for you to develop your idea behind WorkUp? You know, who did you need and what skills did you need to learn? Because as you mentioned, you know, starting off, you had to develop a couple skills in CS and prototyping and figuring out like what, what WorkUp would look like. Yeah. So geez, I mean, that, I feel like, I mean, I'm still on that journey today. It like kind of, cause you, especially when it comes to like trying to innovate something, right? It's like, you're, you're kind of trying to create something that, that wasn't there before. So um, at least in terms of like market research, like you are the market research. <laughs> so uh, that is 
like a huge challenge. It's, it can be super exciting, super daunting, but it really kind of pushes you to learn like as you go. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, geez, like I've had to learn, like, I mean, before, honestly, like I didn't really have like a whole lot of like computer science background, but like, I literally, like I taught myself how to do Python. Like I learned what like Figma was and how to like wireframe. And, and, and so I had to teach myself how to do that. And then like, I just saw that you could do really cool things with these like prototypes, like literally make them function. And so I got really into that. And like, I learned how to like, write like how to like render like the videos and stuff. Um, so that was like pretty, I, I think those were probably like the most challenging just because like, like coding was a skill set that like I wasn't exposed to like at all before. Um, and, and it seems super daunting too, you know, just because like, I mean, I just see like other students, like they, they've been like doing this forever and stuff. But um, at the same time, it also kind of just let me see that, you know, you really can just kind of teach yourself things, you know, and like, and it's more of, it's more, it's kind of like playing the piano. Um, I'm super like one of those things I'm super grateful now that you know wasn't super as grateful when I was growing up and giving my parents a hard time but like it really lets you see that like if you put the time and like effort into something like you can make something like beautiful out of it you know um and so um yeah I'd probably say like at least for me like the the, the most challenging things I've had to learn would be like just like 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 fundamentals of coding um and then and then same with uh with like wireframing um and then I think that another like challenge is yeah I mean just some of the stuff in back-end development when you like are trying to innovate something new um what I ended up discovering was that some of the things that I like I thought were going to be like big problems were like not so big and then some of the problems that I thought were going to be like just you know we're gonna figure it out along the way were like the hugest problems um like for example so I got I got into NVIDIA's business incubator program, right? So basically to help me like fuse their tech with mine. Um, and the challenge with that, for example, was like our backend, we were using like Node, like JavaScript, which I feel like the analogy I can give you is like, it's kind of like a Corvette. It's very fast, but it doesn't take turns like very, very well. Whereas Python, it's like, oh, that's like the core of like artificial intelligence and like machine learning is very powerful. But also like, I guess like the analogy for that is more like a, like, I don't know, like a BMW. It's a little heavier and like, but it takes like turns really nice nicely um and so what that kind of pushed us to do was to like we were having and we're doing this like right now like we're essentially creating like like a back like two back ends right so like we have a back end that that's driving like the nvidia and then a back end that's with with the javascript and they like they're having to like work together so like it the analogy i well i mean probably just hyping myself up but it makes me feel like i have like a ferrari now though because it's like fast but yeah. it's also super smart but like having to create that, like I had no idea that like, you know, usually you have to like choose one or the other and like making them communicate. Um, so it's something that just hadn't been done. So like that's something like even NVIDIA themselves, like they can kind of give me some guidance, but like we had to figure that out. And so, you know, that's what we're doing now. And it's one of the challenges, but yeah. we're still at it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I'm so happy you shared that, you know, your experience there learning coding and that a lot of that it was self-taught, right? And so I think, you know, that's so important to discuss because for first-time entrepreneurs, rising entrepreneurs, it's important that, you know, you don't feel limited by maybe like what you don't know, right? Because there's always a way to seek out the people or the knowledge that you need. And so that is a perfect example of you learning coding and the fundamentals and then eventually being able to just build this from the ground up. That's, that's so amazing. Now that we've shared a little about the ideation and about, you know, your learning process, you know, learning what it takes to actually build work up and, and, and launch it. Let, let's talk about your experience in the launch process. You know, how have you kept yourself 
because you're you are a UCLA student. So how have you kept yourself on track to develop and test and launch workup as a full-time student? Yeah, so man, honestly, like for this one, like I wish I could be like some of those superhumans that like have like this wonderful way of like having it all work out but that's honestly like some one of the things that I struggle with is like you know like my like work-life balance um it, it's it's uh I, I try to balance it out you know here and there like I do like I think I've just learned to kind of like calendar like significant things like concerts or going out with friends and stuff so that like I really maximize my time but outside of that like it's definitely you know, it's not like, I'm not like the proudest of like the grind. That's for sure. Or maybe just, I haven't figured it out, you know, um, uh, like I'm a first generation student, so I don't like have a whole lot of like, you know, it's not like I had like privilege and stuff to like help me, like everything that I've done, like with work up, like I've done it, like, like you know, everything that I have just period, like it, like these are all uncharted waters and I've done it by myself. And, um, and, you know, and sometimes that means like, well, most times that means sleeping like three to four hours a night um sometimes like I don't sleep and so you know like I'm getting a whole lot of weight throughout this like startup process but you know I'm telling myself that I'm hitting especially now that I'm starting to hit like milestones too because I think like it was more daunting in the beginning when you're like oh I have this really cool idea and you like all you have is like it's in your head but nobody can see it like that was probably like the most daunting thing um especially talking to businesses because at first like they were kind of like like videos for like jobs like what do you mean Mm -hmm. but once you have like the prototype now like or at least like when I present to businesses now, I like, I can actually see what well, you can tell when you're talking to somebody and they're like, not really giving you the time of day or, or they're actually getting excited. They're like, Oh, like, this is cool. And that is, I think like, at least now, like, that's the thing that like motivates me and drives me just because like, it's not just me and myself <laughs> thinking it's a cool idea anymore. Right. It's like community of people. They're like, yeah, no, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. And you're absolutely right. You know, especially for first time entrepreneurs or just for college students, it can be so hard to figure out that balance you know, just, just with your studies alone and like that, that school life balance. But when you add the school work life balance, um, you know, that's just adds a whole new level of time management, prioritization. And you know, as you said, it's just, it comes with a whole new line of challenges, but, you know, getting as long as, as you said, you know, being able to really build out your vision and then getting other people to believe in what you're building, um, you know, eventually say, hey, this is a great idea. You know, it becomes easier because suddenly you're backed by this, like you said, community who believe in you. And suddenly, you know, you have some resources, you have some support. And so, yeah, that's so important. That's so important. Yeah. <laughs> and let's talk about one of the challenges, maybe the number one challenge you have faced in your launch process, I know you you talked about coding and how you overcame that through, um, you know, just being self-taught, learning it, learning to code, building out the fundamentals for workup. And so what what's your experience here? You know, what have you found has been the hardest obstacle in your launch process? Me? Myself? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, because I've noticed that, like, if anything, I've learned to just be, like, to get comfortable in, in the discomfort of not having the answer. Um, and so I think that, you know, oftentimes I can be, like, my own harshest critic, right? Like, I'm always, like, I, I mean, the thing of, like, I'm just so passionate about what I do, you know, that if I'm, like, I've noticed that if you're, like, a first-timer, right? Like, I mean, if you've already started a couple businesses and stuff, like, um, 
you can rely on like specific networks but again when like when you're like a first gen and and on top and you're trying to do something new like um I think that the the biggest thing that, that that gets in the way or they got in the way especially in the beginning was myself like just having to like remind myself like you know when others were saying like no that like no I, I like I had to like believe in myself and and people didn't um especially with like people like like my family and stuff like that was probably like the biggest also just because you know like I've worked like really hard like academically and like I did really well and and then you know I started I got like you know really really good like internship offers and stuff and so like it's like you find the sense of security and so to have to go to my family and be like you know like I, I'm thinking about like not going down the corporate route and just kind of like doing this right. and, and then on top of it, they're not like business savvy and stuff and they don't like you know so they don't really know in the first place but like to them it's kind of like they just see it as I have like this huge like offer and I'm just kind of like tossing it to the side and so yeah I think that like literally I've, I've come to see though that like no matter how big the problems are like I think that we as humans tend to make our problems seem so much greater than they really are and like in hindsight like three months down like that you realize that that problem wasn't quite so big and that's going to happen a lot throughout like, like the entrepreneurial like process and so you know I think I'm just kind of like one learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and then but two like um, I'm really grateful that it's, it's taught me to like you know just really believe in myself like it's one of those things like before like well yeah like I said before like it's just so easy to just be like no no that's not gonna be possible like no like that person said no like it's you know um but it really like I guess like being able to reframe my thought of like oh like no maybe just means like not yet or like if there's this business that doesn't want to talk to me like maybe this one will you know um and so yeah I think that's, that's one of the things that that I'm, I'm like I'm still growing with right now and and but yeah, like I'm, I am definitely my, my own biggest challenge for sure. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that because yes, you are a hundred percent right. Sometimes we are the biggest, you know, obstacles that can ever get in our way when it comes to anything, business, life, just anything new that we try to start. And yeah, you know, you, you mentioned trading security for, you know, this vision you have, and that's what entrepreneurship is, right? You're trading in your, your, you're saying no to maybe a corporate ladder or some secure alternative to just limitless possibility. Like, so that's so powerful that you're doing that because being able to believe in yourself, you know, you mentioned sometimes you were scared, but just being able to just kind of get quiet, go inside and then kind of look to yourself, like learning to rely on yourself for validation and for just strength and like the confidence that you needed to keep moving forward that's that's so important because a lot of times for entrepreneurs that's that's what it takes sometimes it's a lonely route sometimes it's a scary route and so yeah just understanding that that's normal and just learning how to you know really rely on yourself for that for that validation you need to keep going forward yeah yeah, yeah. and so now that we're talking about you know being able to rely on yourself entrepreneurship isn't always a solo journey, right? So let's talk a little bit about the people behind WorkUp. Let's talk about, you know, who did it take to help you build WorkUp? You know, what was your experience finding a team? Yeah, so <clears throat> that, um, I'm actually super grateful to KPMG for this. Um, so when I was working with the firm, um, without going into like a bunch of details, I really like got to see that like, even though I was working on like this huge project for the company that is for the company, I realized that like the way like the the platform was being developed was like we would do a lot of the business planning and the project 
planning like throughout the day within the firm. And then in the evening, we would actually like outsource like the development of our platform. So like the backend stuff um, to a company that was like somewhere in like the Middle East. And so by doing this, like we were 12 hours apart and it would let us work like 24 hours through at the same time, because then we would do the business planning throughout the day. They did the development like at night, we'd come in in the morning, we do the testing, like, and just kind of keep iterating like that. <clears throat> and, um, well, one, like, obviously like it, it's, it was, this was useful because it, it like lets you work 24 hours around the clock. But I like just instantly wondered, like, I wonder if they're outsourcing just because like, what if like the development costs are like significantly like more cost effective? Um, and then that was definitely the case. And so um, what I did was when some of the people that I was working with, I didn't want there to be like a conflict of interest or anything. And so instead, like I just reached out to the people like that I was working with. And I just asked, like, is there anybody in your network that, you know, like might have a business that works within development and is just as qualified as, as you guys are. Um, and so one of my like friends put me in contact with, with one of his friends who has a business, um, a development shop. And um you know, we just like hit it off right away. Like they got, they, if anything, like right from the, like the first conversation, like I already had like a little, I had the wireframe, like prototype of workup and stuff. And they were able to like instantly, like start giving me a lot of feedback on like ideas that they had. Um, and, and, and it just really seemed to align with what I was thinking. And so, um, yeah, like I took a chance and I went with them and, and like started working with them. And, and I mean, I've been working with them since. So um, that's been like super helpful just because, again, like it, it does give me that same process of being able to do a lot of like the business planning, the strategy, like user testing throughout the day. Um, and then we come in, in in the evening and then, you know, they can like iterate on that and, and continue developing. Um, and it also just like alleviates so much of my time. Um because I'm not in there just like by myself, like, you know, wearing like jack of all trades, like all the time. It lets right. me be a little more linear in terms of like just focusing on the business development. So that's been super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. And that you brought up two really great points there. One being relying on your network, being able to reach out and see, you know, there's a saying that goes, your network is your net worth, right? So being able to have that and be connected to the company you're now working with today, that's that's invaluable, right? To be able to have had that resource and to be able to reach out. And then two, making sure that the people you work with align with your vision, align with your goals. You mentioned you, you met, you had the prototype and yeah, they automatically had feedback for you and you guys were able to click in a way that, you know, meant you're, you're still working together today. So yeah, that's that's so awesome. Now, let's talk a little bit about, you know, speaking to your experience about being able to find this and expand the team that's working on WorkUp, you know, what do you think makes a good team? What components need to come together to make a team for a successful business, a successful launch? Um, so, I mean, like for the team, I pretty much like I've come to see that where I've learned that for like a business like you're looking into like especially if, if you're really committed to it like it's like a 12-year journey right like minimum sometimes um and so often that can be like very very similar to a relationship and so um i think that one of the lessons that i took like initially when i was like looking for like capital and like funding um i think that in the beginning like i think you're just kind of so desperate i don't know if it's like for validation or just traction in general that like you're more willing to take on like even like some assistance that you might not need um, work with people that you shouldn't be working with um, 
I think this is one of the things that I'm really grateful for the value investing concentration at UCLA because um, it kind of focuses a lot like on investments and stuff. And it really kind of like a, a lot of the, the talks that I had with people really let me see that, um, you know, you don't really need to take, you don't need to like work with people that don't want to work with you. And, and if like, and, and you know, and, and if anything, like, and if you come across those people, like it's okay. Like if anything, just focus on the people that do want to work with you. Um, and, and that can sound like, I feel like this is one of those things that was like, it, it was like, it's, it was harder to like practice what you preach because like in the beginning, again, like, I think I was just so like eager to want to drive things forward that like, I would be willing to work with people that like, I did not end up enjoying working with. Um, but I've come to see over time that again, yeah, like it's so much better to just work with people that want to like work with you um, because you end up doing like so, so much more. Um, and so like, I mean, if like, when it, like even when it comes to like the team and stuff too, like, I mean, one of the things I'm really grateful is I haven't really like had to like reach out for, to get like help with workup. It's one of those things that like, you know, a lot of, well, I mean, maybe it's just a vibe at UCLA, like people just kind of seeing, cause I, I mean, I've been sharing like the development of it and stuff like on social media. And so I've just had people like along the way that were like, oh, like I can help you with this. Like, you know, like, let me, let me help out with this. Um, and so like people will actually reach out. And, and, and so, yeah, if, if anything, I've just gotten, I've made a habit of like the people that like help me or that are joining the team or like we will literally, they, like, they reached out to me, like they want to be a part of it. Um, I don't have to sell them on it. Um, and and so I mean that's just been working for me lately. I'm super grateful. I hope that that keeps going, um, yeah. because I know that like finding talent, like definitely a lot of people like really kind of struggle with that. But I've been very very lucky um, in that aspect, um, especially since I just kind of like decided to just literally like just hone in on this concept of like just work with like right like follow your heart, follow people that like vibe with you and like you know like you, you can't really go wrong with that. And and um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I don't think that's an accident, right? You decided to focus on your team and on work up and, you know, what you wanted to accomplish. And you just became like a magnet for people, <laughs> other people that saw, you know, the vision you had in mind and they wanted to be a part of that. So yeah, um, that's, that's so awesome. And I want to circle back to something you just mentioned, um, you know, about funding and recently work up just received grant funding. And that's so, that's so amazing. First of all, and congratulations on that win. Um, but let's talk about your experience here. You know, how did you decide what kind of funding you wanted to raise for work up early on? Yeah. In the beginning, I thought that I needed to raise like, you know, like a, a lot of like VC funding and stuff. But then I realized like that was just like my ego. Like oftentimes like well, I learned two huge things. Like well, you don't need as much money as you think like you're going to need. That's all, I mean, if you're doing it right, if you're like starting lean. Um, and that's one of the things that I've been really honing in on is like really like bootstrapping for as much as I can for as long as possible. Um, and two, like they're like just like at UC, like how I, there's so many resources at UCLA. There really are like a lot of resources for entrepreneurs out there. You just have to do like a lot of digging. Um, but like grants, for example, like, I mean, if anything, I recently stumbled across that like on accident and it made me realize like, why have I been sleeping on this? Like, there's so many grounds out there that I could have been like, and then it's like the moment I realized was right when they were all like closing for this fiscal year, which is frustrating, but that's okay. Cause like now it's like, I took notes on all of them. I'm like for next year, like I'm going to get on all those. There are so many grants out there. Um, and, and even if it's like for stuff like tech, like there are grants and, and they're pretty significant too. So um, I, I think that that's a lot like like scholarship writing too, right? I think we get used to that, like doing a little hustles at, at UCLA. Um, 
but the, the process is like really really similar like if you can write like a, a scholarship application you can definitely write like a grant application um and 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 yeah and that's free money on top of it so like i mean that's definitely like my new go-to for for this upcoming year for like extra little side capital um but yeah i think that the like at least when it comes to funding though like my my goal is to like bootstrap and 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 you know keep it like as private for as long as possible um just because I, yeah, I really like, I mean, this is, it's like my baby, you know, like I, I just wanted to like thrive and do well. And then I just want to be a part of that journey. Like I don't want to get booted out. Like, you know, yeah. like oh, we'll end up doing and that happens usually because you need a lot of capital, but I'm just going to try to like play my cards. Right. And um, so far it's working out, you know, we're very well funded. Um, and so like, hopefully that just plays through, through the, through the beta testing. And then we find like product market fit, you know, quicker rather than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so amazing. Congratulations. And, you know, you said that exactly right. There is an abundance of funding out there. The trick is how to find it. <laughs> so were there any resources that helped you through the application process, through the search process? And, you know, you know what were they? Yeah. Um, so I, I saw that there's there's spaces like, for, I mean, Cielo was one of the people that gave me like the a grant, um, but there are like a lot of like nonprofits that are like designed to help, you know, like startups. Um, and, and oftentimes, like, again, like they're free programs and and like the best thing you can do is is get connected with them, like with, regardless of whether it's like through the like the small business administration or just like local programs. Um, but I, I like well I mean again I, I like I literally have been slept, sleeping on this and like for like in, up until like the last two months but that has been so like invaluable because like there are people that are helping like startups like all the time and it's one of those things to where like okay like if they can't get you access to funding like maybe they get you in contact with somebody who can or like they point out like little like little resources that you might not have known that and like known that you had like introductions like networking um and all that is like it's it's totally free um and so yeah I, I like definitely really really recommend like like looking into grants and stuff um i i just previously thought that they would just be so difficult because i hear that like nonprofits are fighting for them all the time but honestly like after having gone through that process it's really really not it's really not um uh like i said if you can navigate like a scholarship application you can navigate a grant application for sure yeah. Well, that's awesome. And for those of you listening, I hope you're taking notes because a lot of us are familiar with scholarship applications. So that's some pretty good news to hear. <laughs> and so what is one word of advice that you have for students that, you know, hope to raise funding for their own projects through grants? And you said it's like just like a scholarship application. But if you could give one word of advice, what would it be? Yeah. Well, I mean, it would, like, honestly, like I wish I had looked for grants like first and like did like a thorough search just mm. because again, like, I thought like, oh, there's like, you know, a government's not going to give me like free money, but like there actually are so many programs, not even just like one or a couple. There are so many, like so many. Um, and, and so like, I, I would definitely say like, right, like just, just get out there and, and just do it. Like, Cause again, it's the same thought of, uh, I think that oftentimes people like just get in their head and they're like, oh, like, maybe I need to have like this like super concrete idea or like, uh, you know, like it's, it's not like, or at least me getting my head all the time. Like maybe it's not good enough. Maybe they like, they don't, they won't get it. Like da, 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 da. But at the end of the day, if you don't apply, like you're already not getting it. So right. if you're applying, like, it's, again, just like a scholarship, you might get it. And like, what I've come to see is like, they're coming. And so just do it. Like literally just, just, just do it. Like, yeah. just do it. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, perfect. I think it's so important for students to hear like, yeah, it's easy to feel kind of like this imposter syndrome, like, oh, I don't know, like, will they want my product or will they, will they see like the value in what I'm doing? But yeah, you know, it's important that people will believe in what you have to offer. But if you don't apply in the first place, no one's going to know, no one's going to be able to ever find it, ever find you and the work that you're doing. So yeah, that's so important. Manny, thank you so much. You know, you have shared so much about you know, what you're doing with WorkUp today. And so let's talk a little bit about your vision for the future. You know, how do you see the WorkUp community, you know, your, your users and your team growing in the future? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the, like, the things that we're I'm testing out is, um, so I, I established, like, a partnership with, like, Golden West College to be able to start working with, like, career centers um, and being able to, like, bring in like a larger load of, of just businesses and accounts on onto WorkUp. Um, and one of the things that I'm really excited for is, uh, and I've been working on this for like the last three months because it's getting approval for you, like UCLA is this, I mean, it's a huge account. Uh, but yeah, I've been working on um, establishing a partnership with the Career Center at UCLA. And, and this would allow me to like, not just work with UCLA, but also bring in like all of their corporate partners at the same time. Um, and, and so if I could get to the point where I'm not just, you know, like going to individual businesses, but like working directly with schools and, and then just onboarding like a large number of profiles um, and accounts, um, I think that that'll really help like expedite like the growth of WorkUp. And, and, you know, like, I think that, you know, obviously the goal, like five, if you were to ask me like what the goal probably five years from now is, I mean, yeah, like I, I would want like, you know, I, I feel like one of the first, companies that I would want to really compete with like on on a big scale would be like Handshake for example um and and just because again like it doesn't have a community and you know and you the way that like applications are like to this day is everything's written right so if you're on Indeed or LinkedIn like everything is still written but like WorkUp has this really cool like video component so again like yeah it feels like more of like a of an experience rather than like just like a tedious like scrolling of, of like constant reading throughout the day um and i think it also like adds like a, a lot more of like breath to like you know like what that job is and stuff um so i mean i'm just super excited to roll it out and just prove that that works because again like it's not really being it hasn't been done and and, and, and i think that it's going to be one of those things like you know when people didn't realize like how much you needed a cell phone until like you know you kind of had one and then you know it kind of becomes like this staple and and i think that like video related content for like applications is going to be that thing as well um just because yeah i mean i mean again it's it's so tedious it can be a, if it can feel like a full-time job trying to find a job and so again like if i can like simplify that process by you know one like letting you like articulate yourself um, and, and again, we have like these, like we're trying to innovate the resume too, right? Through like videos. So again, instead of just having like a line item where I say like I developed an app, like I can show you what that looks like. Um, and then I think one of the things that I'm really excited to test too is like the guided interview feature. I've been putting like a lot of work into that, but essentially like it's this really cool tool that it can help students do mock interviews with another um, because it guides you through that, like the interview process. Um, and oftentimes, like, the idea is that you'll be, like, working on the same questions that you're probably going to get asked with that same company um, when you're, when, assuming they use the guided interview feature. Um, but, like, that's also something that I'm super excited for, um, for, for the beta release. But, but yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's so exciting, um, you know, and I can't wait to see it happen. That's some exciting stuff in the works. And, you know, yeah, being able to partner with, you know, big organizations like college career centers, that's that's a big deal. So I wish I wish you the best of luck with that. And I can't wait to see it happen. So, Manny, thank you so much. You know, you've shared so many great insights and just details into your experience, you know, building and you know, in the launch process of workup. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know everyone just learned so much from our conversation today. And so before we go, where can listeners go to learn more about you and workup? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think the, we're launching in like four days. So I think more than anything, I would just say, just download the app. That's the best way you can experience, like experience it is, is definitely the way to go. Um, I think it's going to be a game. I'm, I mean, I'm just super excited. I, I mean, I've been working on this for like a year, so <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot wait for it to be out. I'm like my own biggest fan right now, <laughs> but, but trust me, like, I think that once students more than any, like at, at the end of the day, like I, I did it to create like value. I, want, I, didn't, I wasn't like, you know, I'm not, you know, I wasn't doing it just to like do it or like uh, I, all of this was like, I really genuinely want to help people like, you know, just change the way like people get hired and give people an equal chance for like employment. So honestly, like I could go into a whole tangent on this, but like one of the things that I realized with like management consulting, which is a nonprofit that I had launched initially um, was that like, you know, when, when I give underrepresented students like opportunity to like do consulting projects like they learned just right like we learned just as quickly if anything I feel like sometimes like we're hungry because we're like hustlers like we're really trying to like get out and and demonstrate that like we are capable of doing great things in this world um but more than anything it like it, it didn't give employers like a reason to not hire you right because if you're at UCLA a lot of these big companies um oftentimes people think like oh like I need to have like a huge like background um you know like in, in order to like get into like I don't know like investment banking um but oftentimes these companies know that like a majority of, of students at UCLA like they're, they they've come from like their traditional students they've come from high school they might have not even had a job so mm -hmm. it's more about like how you like articulate yourself um and, and want that job but more than anything like I think it's like one thing to like go to an employer and say like, Oh, I really want this job and I know about it, but it's another to be able to like go to an employer and say like, I want this job. I know about it. And like, here are the skills that I have that are like, have like prepared me to succeed in this, in this particular role. Um, and so honestly, like that was like the biggest premise behind like the, the video resume is that again, like, yeah, like I, I, like there's no disputing, like if I know how to create an app, if you can like literally see like what that app looks like. And so I really hope that that's going to be like a tool that, um, again, like just kind of helps level the playing field and give more underrepresented students an opportunity to demonstrate like that, you know, they are, um, you know, capable of doing amazing things in this world. And, and, um, yeah, so that's that. Oh my gosh. Yes. I see the vision. I, I, I can, I can see what you're going for. And I just, 100%. Like, I'm so excited to see how far you go with workup. And I can't wait to see it just all come together and, and, and launch four days, four days. That's some exciting stuff. <laughs> now, Manny, before we go, you know, for all of the students out there listening that were really inspired by your story today, what is one final word of advice that you have for them? If they're, you know, dreaming of starting their own businesses one day? Honestly, it's hard. It's so hard. Um, but I guess like I can maybe like leave with two things like one and, and again this is just kind of drawing on my experience like 
one I would just say to just right like regardless of what anyone or anything else says like believe in yourself just because like uh, right like finding fighting like imposter syndrome was like the biggest challenge that that I've had to face like when I went to like coming to UCLA and, and even just like like doing this whole workup thing now um and two is probably like this quote that for some reason like just just stuck with me since um since I decided to just wanted to pursue um you know like being in a competitive environment and just do well in my life um but just one of those random quotes that just stuck with me was um by Aristotle so Aristotle said like we are what we repeatedly do excellence then is not an act but a habit so therefore excellence is never an accident it is always the result of high intention sincere effort and intelligent execution it represents the wise choice among many alternatives choice not chance determines your destiny so ooh just choose great food for thought i think that really just sums it up all perfectly Manny, thank you so much for just taking the time to be on the show today, talk about your experiences and just share all about WorkUp. And we can't wait to see it. Four days. We'll be keeping an eye out for the launch for sure. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. I wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Good talking to you. See ya. And that's the end of this episode with Student Entrepreneur 101. Today, we learned the story behind WorkUp and listened to Manny share valuable insights to the entrepreneurial process. What did you learn from Manny in this week's episode? What are your top three takeaways? Make sure to head over to at student entrepreneur 101 podcast on Instagram and share your thoughts in the comment section for this episode. Do you want to help someone you know jumpstart their entrepreneurial journey? Then share this episode with them. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next episode because I have even more stories, insights, and value to share with you coming soon. <laughs>